I guess first first order of business is anyone drinking anything that they would like to share. It would be a long trip, but sure. <laughs> so you yeah, ate today. Point. Today was an eating day. Yeah. I actually yeah. feel kind of bloated, so I'm drinking water, as boring as that is. Oh Ooh. shit. I may right. switch to something alcoholic later, but I was like, I just was like so full. I'm like, you know, it's that, you know, like when when you when the wolf hunts and like gorges itself, it just kind of lies <laughs> around like with its tongue out. Drinking bourbon. Bourbon. What kind? Ooh. Kentucky Owl. No, oh, nice. I've never even heard of that. It's all right. It's not the best, but you know, it's getting the job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing things in focus. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> I can still feel my face. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ease into the face numbness. <laughs> uh, how about you, Blair? Are you doing anything, or just taking it easy? Because it's uh, just yeah, just just coffee for now. Nice. Okay. All right. How about you, Art? Right. Uh, right now, again, I, I have this uh, Quaker teetotaler instinct that I need to stay lucid when I GM. I was drinking wine earlier, but right now I'm just got. I need. I really need to have a seminar because that is not <laughs> I know, an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> maximum maximum creativity occurs at, at least two or three drinks in. So you should write an well, ebook. I mean, I, I should, I should. <laughs> you know, they just had, I just, I just ranted at work today because um, they present these ethics dilemmas as like lessons to us about how to be, and I'm making air quotes every time I say ethics, but the, right. the one of them was like, well, an employee wrote a book, you know, he did it on his own time and it had nothing to do with Intel, but guess what? He didn't know about the book publishing policy, which says anytime you publish a book, you have to clear it with Intel legal. And I was like, you motherfuckers, like, I feel like I'm in cyberpunk because you don't know fucking own me. And I said this <laughs> like, all like in the middle of our staff meeting. I'm like, I was pissed. I'm like, this was ridiculous. And the whole like the, the message out of it was like, no action was taken, you know, this, you know, but you have to know the book publishing policy. I'm like, Jesus, like uh, this, this company sucks. Yeah. I, I totally understand, right? If it has to do with work or I'm using work resources, that's their right. right. But you know, this this you you know this bullshit where you control my life. I really feel I felt like I was you know in the corptocracy future, which maybe we are. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we're there sooner than we thought. I mean, yeah. it is 2020. Can that's LARP a some cyberpunk. Year. Yeah. Um. Well, so quick question: Does I mean, I guess it was either Duck or Blair, or, or I guess, Paul, if you listen to it, but does anybody want to do a recap? Do you want me to take that part? Well, I noticed that our friendly GM, uh, like, loaded a log in here. Of course, then I got kicked out. Then you got kicked out. Yeah, put your back <laughs> up. But yeah, I can... Um, There's a log? Sh- it's shared, but I will share it now so it pops up on your screen. Hopefully it, it pops up immediately. Yeah, I mean... I, and I was reading this today, and I was like, oh, awesome. You did a good job. I'm assuming it was you, Art. Uh, it was actually Ty, for some reason. No, it was... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was me. That would, that would be perfect. Yeah, Ty. <laughs> yeah, just Ty comes in every once in a while, updates you, you, all my logs. You, you, you give him some for some XP, he'll come in exactly, and make the logs. Not game. even playing the game, but you give him some XP. <laughs> yeah. No, Ty, Doc's totally going to hit you up in uh, Forbidden Lands, I promise. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, now yeah, type my shit. Right. <laughs> it's all we're all you know we're all shaking the fists and bumping the fists yeah 
Uh, uh, so I'll read, I'll, or I'll paraphrase <laughs> your log if you want me to, Art, or you can. Sure. Yeah, go All right. Uh, it was, last time it was just Blair and I, because everybody mm -hmm. else flaked on us. Um, <laughs> those fucking guys. Yeah, those fuckers. <laughs> well, at least you're here today. You didn't flake two times in a row like some people. <laughs> Got to draw a line somewhere. <clears throat> uh, but we were uh, just to refresh all the listeners. Uh, we had the first. This was the second session last time. The first session we'd uh, met after going through the uh, trials of the order and passing them, and given our first assignment uh, to uh, find um, Guy. Was it Guy? Yeah, it was Guy. Guy de Breton, yes, who is a little, uh, he's a friend of the Cardinal, uh, who's the head of our order, but he had suffered some brain damage. So he was supposed to be uh, returning to Mont Saint-Michel a week ago, uh, but no one had heard from him. Um, and the, their last known location was the Priory of St. Mortimer, uh, and the Cardinal asked us to uh, try and find him. So we set out in the second session, um, and we made a camp. Uh, so we headed for St. Mortimer, you know, last known location, basic kind of investigative work. Uh, we uh, came upon, as we were uh, in the night and camping, uh, one of us was on watch a camp. Maybe it was... Um, I think it was Ulrich. Ulrich, okay. At the time, uh, and yeah. Yeah, we encountered a uh, ghost of an elderly woman, um, apparently singing a lullaby for her son, who was not there. Um, and then, so Gilbeen, my character, approached her. Um, she thought I was her son at first, uh, but then, you know, when we told her we were men of God, she got kind of angry um, warned us to leave her son alone, and she disappeared uh, from her appearance. She kind of looked, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if we're not allowed to use that word, but gypsy-ish. Um, and they had runes woven in the cloth, and we recognized them possibly as runes used by the Lady of the Woods, uh, which is a witch's coven uh, that we've studied before uh, or seen in the Library of the Order or some such. Uh, so we uh, thought that was interesting, uh, but moved on. And all that was done on with Art's feet sticking out under his YouTube tabletop. So that was nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> which worked pretty well. The um, We arrived at St. Mortimer and uh, Marcus was the uh, brother that I think he's the single brother who resides there permanently. Um, he, uh, we asked him about, you know, I think we told him we'd seen the ghost and he mentioned that the, uh, Lady of the Woods Coven was mostly in England, not France. Um, and he also said he just kind of stays in and reads his books and may not have a good pulse on the area. Um, he then showed us uh, to a spring, I guess was the, you know, maybe why the Priory was founded, I can't remember. But it's a spring where Joseph of Arimathea uh, bathed on his way to his final resting place in England. Um I got some bonus from blessing myself in the water, um, and I think everybody did. Uh, as I was doing that, I noticed there was an uh, like a misplaced or miss uh, an out of place rock um, in the cave's wall where that you know that little uh, spring was. So uh, you know, I kind of made excuses, and Marcus took everyone else upstairs to you know kind of go through the library, and Giles was distracting him. 
uh, and I snuck back and looked behind it and I found a uh, heretical text called the Scholarly Primer. Uh, and I uncovered some occult knowledge. Uh, and at the same time, back in the room, Marcus's room, Giles notices a uh, another kind of weird out-of-place panel uh, and kind of accidentally, air quotes, uh, finds another uh, part of the scholarly primer, uh, instantly recognizes as he starts looking through it that it is heretical and slams the pages shut, of course, which Gildine did not do. Um, so Brother Marcus, you know, this is heretical stuff, so he's a little worried. Um, we basically, I think, convince him that, you know, we won't mention this. We're just going to have to confiscate these heretical works. And I think I sexually assaulted Giles to get <laughs> the second half. <laughs> uh, the, um, I mean, with let's, my... Uh, yeah, I mean, with my eyes, of course. I mean, not <laughs> yeah. Let's spend some time on this. How did that happen? Let's, let's uh, recap. I think I, I think I quote unquote persuaded him uh, that you know I could I could take care of both of them. I think uh, Brother Giles perhaps may be fearful for my soul, but you know when sexy time calls, no one can resist. Being <laughs> no comment and. Um, <laughs> And I forget the one thing I, you didn't write in here, and I what I forget is where were we going to head? I don't. Did we have? Were we retracing the steps that uh, Guy de Breton was taking, or where were we going from here? Right. So, as part of uh, Marcus's before he broke down, getting caught uh, with all these terrible texts, he had mentioned that you know he was expecting Guy and his. Uh, <laughs> his uh, squire Roland to be coming from the east. He said the next town to the east is this town called Abernoir. Uh So he assumed that's the next place they would have been coming from. And it was probably about a day's journey. I mean, right now it's like middle of the uh, early afternoon. So you probably have to potentially camp for the night. Uh, but yeah, that's the next town sort of along the road that you know. Okay, of. so we're just retracing their steps because he never showed up at Mort St. Mortimer. So we're just right, right. That was his, yeah, that was supposed to be the sort of last check in before he got back to the uh, mm -hmm. Mont Saint Michel and he never, never got there. Okay. Um, nice. All right. Do you remember so, Blair? Did like, I think I just rolled like a, um, didn't I? Like, we, we did a contest somehow. It was really good. I liked it for the for the seduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. A, you. I remember you did like a critical success, and I'm trying to mm. think. Did I do like a critical failure or something? <laughs> it was so good. No, it's it's really tough to critically fail in the system. I think you just okay. had a, a like a standard fail. Yeah, okay. um, and I had a critical success. He had a critical yeah. success on sexy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I see it like I'm, I'm trailing my fingers along his chin and he's quivering a little bit, but you know, that's as far <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> um, we didn't roll for blue balls after that. And so I know last time, you know, we went over a little bit of Patrick characters. Um, obviously, Duck, the, the word sexy comes out a lot for your character. That's your, <laughs> Do you guys want to give a quick recap of your characters one more time since uh, Paul is jumping back in? Sounds good. 
Uh, I can start if you guys want me to. So, um, Gilbean is a uh, brother of words, I believe, officially, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, focused on the sexy stuff. Yeah. Well, he's not a fighter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he, he's actually he's fairly he's fairly athletic he's fairly well built he can uh i don't know that he's 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 got some some sneakiness skills so he's kind of like um you know in, in his you know maybe his tonsure is super sexy like you know kind of all like perfectly aligned to sh to make his head shine very well um but yeah he's he's a he's a smooth talker um you know, he kind of knows uh, how to convince people to do things. He's a fairly good dancer. He's fairly quick on his feet. Um, he comes, his background is, um, he was uh, from a, a noble family that was uh, kind of disgraced early in his life. Uh, and he was kind of, uh, you know, abandoned for a while. Uh, also, apparently I was attacked by wolves at some point, so I'm mortally afraid of them. Um, <laughs> I think I, but, you know, I, I, in my head, I think Gilbean was, you know, maybe he found, uh, he found a, a distant relative who took him in, although probably without much love. Um, you know, my parents are obviously dead. Oh, my parents were killed by wolves. There you go. Um, I do. And I do have I do have two sisters um, who are struggling to get by. Uh, I would see, you know, maybe they don't want to be nuns, so they're struggling with that. You know, no one wants to marry them. Um, and I do have one surviving aunt and one surviving uncle. So, you know, kind of a, you know, I'm not, I didn't have the happiest childhood, uh, but it kind of helped me to learn how to, survive and you know i kind of looked to the order as a way out and i'm definitely in it uh for god of course but in my head i'm thinking for me mm -hmm. you know god knows that uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I, the way i look at it you know this is this is the this is the middle ages right the, the church yeah. was a career um right. there are true believers in there i'm sure but uh, if you spend enough and you know, this is above the table, your characters may or may not know this, but Gilbean is, you know, he, he may believe in his own fashion, but he's certainly not a, uh, whole cloth letter of the letter of the law believer. Like, you know, the whole heretical text thing, he totally thinks, uh, he can understand these things and, you know, use them for the benefit of God. Um, you know, he, he, he feels like he can control it. It's totally under control. <laughs> nice. Custodian uh, of words. That's what it is. Custodian yeah. of words. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very nice. All right. Blair or Paul, do you want to jump in and quick recap of your character? Um, uh, so brother Giles is a true believer, um, but he is a true believer in sort of the faith not so much necessarily the church or the order. Um, and, but he's not sort of like self-righteous about it. And he certainly does think that, you know, there are times when the ends justify the means, but um, he is, you know, like wholeheartedly, you know, loving him some Jesus. <laughs> um, he, uh, he probably would be like a hermit if this path didn't like come to him 
Um, he's, you know, not, he, he spent a lot of time sort of being like, you know, g going through the alleys, um, you know, running around at night kind of thing. Um, I'm a custodian of words also, except I'm not a sexy time kind of person. Mm -hmm. I am a sort of like know the right people to like make things happen. And, um, I'm not going to talk to other people if I don't have to kind of thing. Um, you're more the kind of, well, you, you, you do deal with people though. That's a weird dichotomy, but sure. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not someone who would like walk up to someone. I don't have to, I'm the person who would like lean back, figure out the person in the crowd. Oh yeah. I have to talk to that person. I'm not going to mm -hmm. like go talk to everybody. I need to talk to that person, you know, or like rely on connections, like that sort of thing. So it's, being able to know which person to talk to. Nice. All right. And uh, Paul, do you want to give a quick recap of your character? Sure. Since it's jumping back in. As best as I remember, I might have to do it live. <laughs> so Felix is the custodian of arms. So I'm the, the fighter for the group. Um, and I think his background is sort of like, a, you know, he wants to get a little farther in the world, grew up poor, but maybe like adjacent to some wealthy people. So he's got some courtesy skills, some oratory skills, not like uh, not like Gillibine, but a little bit uh, as well as just, you know, brawn. Um, so I think he's, I, I would view him as sort of like, a, you know, probably in the middle of the two, right? Like he likes the order for what it gets him and the people it gets him in touch with. And, you know, he, he generally um, believes in what they're doing, right? And he's happy to, do whatever they need him to do to keep advancing his cause and the order's cause. Nice. All right. All right. And then, yeah, Ulrich, we know, is German. Uh, he kept his background close to the vest, and uh, we don't really know much about him. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah, so I guess with that, that's all I've got. It was a good session, guys. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> We're fully prepared for next time. <laughs> that's what I got? Uh, no. Everybody got fancy um, ground set up. That's great. Yeah. We're, so we're really good for to go for next time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, good shakedown. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah. So with that, yeah, where we left it was Brother Marcus had retired to his room uh, in tears because he, you know, obviously was dealing with a lot of stuff, having been outed as the possessor of heretical texts. And uh, you guys were deciding what to do next. And like I said, uh, Marcus mentioned he was expecting uh, Guy and uh, Squire Roland to be coming from the east. The only other town he knows of from that direction is the town of Abernoir, a small like little village about a day away. Yeah, I think that's where we were at I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So with that, um, you guys, you know, you, oh, uh, really quickly, Paul, um, you're relatively, I think it's the first time you're using fantasy grounds unity, right? Yes. Uh, so just a real quick thing. Um, if you go to the skills, if uh -huh. you do a roll for a skill, roll that last number, don't click the word, click the number. Like, uh, like for uh, athletics, gotcha. you got a 69, click that 69 and that will, cause it'll also tell you like, if you got a success. Uh, if go. it's a combat like that. skill that's on the main tab, um, if you look on the main tab, you've got numbers under attack percentage. 
If you double click those, that's the skill check for weapons. Um, okay. And then uh, the little, if you notice on your skill sheet, there's little black dots next to certain skills. Uh-huh. And uh, those are the skills you've taken. Uh, the ones without the black dot okay. you don't have. Um, okay. Other than that, uh, oh, one last thing. I don't know if we'll get into combat today, but if we do, if you go to the armor tab, uh, you'll see that there's, um, you can double click. Uh, can you double click the D20? So under the D20 column, you can double click those numbers and it'll give you like a, a hit location. Uh-huh. Um, if you hold, sh- uh, so that's if you're doing melee. If you hold shift and you see the little symbol, like roll hit location in the bottom right hand corner. The little yellow dude. Yeah, it's a little yellow. If you click that normally, it'll do the roll for the hit location. If you hit shift when you click it, it'll do the missile ah, okay. damage location. So those are the basic things. Okay. Uh, otherwise, yeah, we should be good to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, quick recap of how those character sheets work since you haven't seen it before. Uh, so yeah, so with that, yeah, you guys are starting to head out to the east. Um, and oh, one other thing, Paul, really quickly. If you, you see how you have like the row of dice in the, say, bottom left corner of your screen? Uh-huh. If you right-click on the D10, you're going to get a wheel. Uh-huh. Left-click on the custom dice, which is the square with question marks. Uh-huh. And then you're going to get a percentage dice, the D100. Click and hold. Don't let go. Click and hold. And then if you want, you can drag that to one of the hot bars below, the one, two, three, four. Ah, uh, okay. And that way, if you ever need to roll a D100, that's the most common one. You don't have to go searching for them. You can just nice. do it right there. Okay. Okay, cool. So otherwise, you know, you should be all set. Um, if you want, after the fact, I can tell you how to change the color of your dice and make it pretty, all sorts of stuff like that. Nice. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, you guys are all set. Yeah, you were, uh, say it's a little, it's a little after noon. Um, Marcus is in his room. Did you guys want to take some time to eat or anything like that, or you just want to hit the road or... Uh, uh, Giles and Gillibean, do you need to talk it out that uh, obviously he convinced <laughs> you to <laughs> I, I'm take his... I woke from a long slumber and there's a lot of tension in there. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, because <laughs> like he, he took your shit which <laughs> I mean you, you gave it to him but I, I didn't know if that was something we needed to go into. Well, I'm I, I don't want it. Yeah, I think he okay. uh, Giles was worried that I was going to misuse it. I think to, to me, what the what the role uh, means is Gilbean was able to somehow, at least temporarily, convince Giles that he was not going to misuse it. So yeah. that's yes. how I okay. would play it. That's how I saw it. But. Cool. Oh, cool. And Paul, I just saw you dropped a portrait. Nice. All right. She was one of the um, built-in ones, but I couldn't stand the the black screen anymore. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, if we ever, it's not that important here, but if we ever decide to mess around and try the maps in game uh, instead of feed cam, it'll be more important there. But uh, I joined I the game for the feed cam. For the feed cam, yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad because we haven't used cam. it. Oh, no, we did use it briefly yeah. in the last session. Yeah, we don't use it for the ghost feed and everything. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm waiting. I was expecting a full scale model of the Priory. Uh, so I'm oh. a little sad about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have that. What the hell have you um, been doing? 
<laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I mean, now we're going to a town, so obviously I expect a fully rendered town with feet. <laughs> Should I have the YouTube up now? Uh, you don't need it now. Can I be I'll, looking I'll at feet you. right now? <laughs> uh, you, no, I, I, I have something set up, but it might come up later. I don't want to. Should I make a seduction roll? Is, is that <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully I just shared a picture of the Priory, Paul, if you uh, can nice. see Beauty. what I had shown them last time. Good Lord. Horrible. I don't know if it popped Beauty. up for you guys. I got I it. Betrayed. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so you got, like I said, it's a little afternoon. Um uh, Gilbeen, you've sort of discovered these new powers about yourself. Um, everybody sort of feels a little closer to God. And uh, yeah, do you want to spend any more time here at the Priory, or do you want to just head out? What would you guys like to do? Oh, that's right. I've got these. Uh, I anybody think we me? should... Uh, well, you say it's around noon. Hello? Do, have we... it, it takes a day to get there. Can you... Have you... Test you, one, two. Can you hear us, Art? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, can, can you guys hear me? We can, we can hear, hear you. you. We can hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, now, okay, that's <laughs> weird. You're back. I was getting ready to type. Yeah, for some reason, like, I guess I just lost volume for some reason. I don't know how. Okay. Um, yeah, no, we so were sorry. Everyone was normal except you stopped being able to hear it. <laughs> and I just sounded like somebody's old uncle. Hello? Yes, exactly. Hello. Uh, yeah, you're like the the old guy peering up at the big TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you're probably so anyway. much younger than I am. So, but still, I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you know, Paul, you're definitely on the younger end. I don't know where everybody else. Blair, I feel like you and I must be close because our kids are similar ages. No, I'm 42. Um, okay, yeah, I'm 45. All right. Yeah. Um, I am the oldest then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But I still haven't qualified for that, you know, milestone of the, the free colonoscopy yet. So not yet. Not yet. God willing, we all get there. That's right. Uh, all right. So anyway, apologies. So sorry. Uh, how did you respond? Uh, did you want to do anything here? Did you want to take off? Did uh, Wait, it was it you said it was around noon? It's around noon. Uh, it's about it's over. When I say a day, I, I don't mean like, you know, six or seven hours. I mean, like. Abernoir would get you there tomorrow, uh, like a full day. So if we left now, we'd be camping in the middle of the night somewhere. You probably have to stop camp and camp again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, even if we even if we left in the morning, we would still like we would not make it there, or we would make it there like super late. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I say we go because I want to. Like, it's probably better to come into town around midday. Yeah, um, I agree. Rather than coming into town late at night, people tend to get a little defensive. So. Let's go. Let's head out now, and we'll find a place to camp. I mean, we're not without skills, so right. Now, really quickly, uh, Brother Felix, um, we know how Kilbeen and Giles responded to. There's the power of Christ in a puddle under the under the priory, and um, and now there's demon texts, uh, sort of all in the span of 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> How do you think uh, Felix would be responding to the fact that oh, you know, a lot of things have just sort of opened up? Uh, I think he'd be very concerned. And wondering uh, what somebody in the order would be doing with the heretical text. Mm, okay. All right. Great, grave great. concern. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And, so and a desire to report that to his superior who could help him out. Right. Sure. So just so you know, um, this is something that I don't think I put into the recap, but one thing that Brother Marcus begged you not to do, he begged you not to tell Flory, the prioress of the crypt, hmm. about the fact that he had those texts. I, and I think we promised him, you know, we were going to take them to Mount St. Michelle, but we were not going to say where we got them. I right, believe, right. I'm pretty sure we promised him that. That well, is what you, you know, promised him, yeah. Yeah. Because it's the greater good to think about, too, when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he wasn't, con- I mean, he might have also been concerned about other people, but for some reason, he was very concerned that she found out. Uh, okay. And somebody, yeah, make a note of that. That sounds important. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> did her naughty nurse picture show up for you guys? Just to yes, remind everybody. <laughs> nice. I, I, I have never Perfect. forgotten that. <laughs> yeah burned into my brain <laughs> yeah it's like the topless scene in fast times from Ridgemont high you just you never got your first <laughs> set of boobs <laughs> um all right okay so uh all right so we know how felix uh because it seems like we have like a spectrum we've got gillibean on one who's Hell yeah pretty comfortable with how this is going and uh brother giles on the other hand who's very uncomfortable so it sounds like you maybe go more giles side of the spectrum but maybe not as hard yeah i would say that's true. nice i just rolled um, a seduction success so i'm gonna let you bank <laughs> I'll take that. care of floor <laughs> <laughs> i got this <laughs> all right uh okay cool so you guys uh you start to head out um again like the road is a quiet one uh you basically don't encounter anyone uh, for a number of hours as you travel, it's you know just surrounded by woods on either side. It's the sounds of the forest that you would expect. Um, but if everyone, there's a lot of seduction checks going on. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> if everyone could give me a perception check. If God was one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> critical almost a critical failure oh, wow. sorry I, I was trying my seduction apparently I failed oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said can I replace any check with a seduction check <laughs> I need that as my special power oh you guys suck uh, at perception alright so we've I got a Gilbin, you you passed, uh, yeah, and uh, Felix failed. Uh, no, f- how did you fail? With- oh no, you have a twenty. He did a seduction check, and then, yeah. okay, yeah. Just but so you know, his seduction effect would have failed his perception number two. So just saying, he failed <laughs> right. two times. Uh, a critical failure in this is a ninety-nine or a hundred. It's it's uh, it's pretty hard to get a critical failure. There's okay. like an automatic failure, which is a ninety-six to a hundred, but a critical is a ninety-nine or a hundred only. Unless your skills over 100, and then it changes. But um, okay, so Gilbean, as you are walking along the road, you notice that off to the right of the sort of forest road—it's not really a road; it's sort of just a well-worn path. Mm-hmm. You notice that there's like uh, some shrubs, but like there's branches broken, as if somebody had sort of 
sort of pushed through them and uh, broken broken some of the branches going like, off the... Uh, f- like, can I tell what direction? Uh, from the trail, through, and like off the trail or toward the trail? It seems like it's off the trail, yeah. And I'll, you know what, uh, actually, and, and some may be coming the other way too. Okay. I'll, um, I'll uh, kind of wave my hand up in the air and, and, and kind of point at the point at the branches to the other folks without saying anything. Okay. And uh, I would assume, you know, maybe the order has some sort of, we would have some basic hand signals or something, right? It seems, seems reasonable. Some JSOC hand shit mm-hmm. going on. <laughs> All right. Fingers to the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, Felix and Giles, uh, how do you respond? So hold up. I will um, put my hand on my weapon and how, and how far away are we from the, Say from about the disturbance? Five to maybe five meters. It's maybe five meters. I'll use meters just because this game uses meters for its distance. So say about five oh, meters ahead of you. God damn it. I know, I know. Can we tell, uh, does it look like the, the, the disturbed branches and such? Do they... Like how how high up do they go? You know what I mean. Like, does it look like it was like sort of made by an animal, or can it, does it like sort of like extend up like to a human height or something? Yeah. So the the shrub is probably the shrubbery along the side of the road, probably like three or four feet tall, and it definitely clips the. Uh, I don't want to call it like a hedgerow kind of thing because it's not that tall, but it definitely clips the the entire height of the shrubbery. Let's go check it out. Yeah. I'm going first. Yeah, I would and Gil, uh, and Gil I'll, I'll would pull out his crossbow and <laughs> All right. He's not gonna take the lead though for sure. I'll just march no. in there. I'll let Felix <laughs> yeah, Felix go first. <laughs> All right. Come out uh, in the name of the order. <laughs> <laughs> now, Felix, you going in weapons drawn, you going in stealthy. how do, how do you want to approach I'll this? I'll just you know I'll just kinda put my hand on my weapon. I'm not pulling it out, you know? Just I mean, let's not get a put my head in. And see what happens. Okay. Great. And <laughs> uh, Brother Giles, how ready are you going in? Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not ready to like fully, un, I'm not ready to unsheath my weapon at the moment. But, um, <laughs> Got it. Okay. So no, uh, but, don't fire unless fired upon. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, I but, have a, I have a small crossbow, right? So it's, it's very yeah. easy for me to, you know, I could easily hide it under my robes if you know someone if I didn't want them to know I was had gotten it out. Right. And also, I mean that that's not something you want to start fucking around with in the moment. You want to have that ready. Right. 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 Three it's, rounds. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So you start. Um, let me see. You start heading down what seems like this. Uh, it's not a path, but it's definitely slightly cleared. Uh, as, as you sort of make your way through these trees and, and bushes. Um, let me see. Let me get from you guys. On your sheet, you should have a lore regional on your common skills. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
You want okay. us to roll that? Yeah, let's see what happens there. Oof, not good. I just have occult in Christianity. It's on the left. Oh, it's on the other side. Yeah, are your hard. skills broken up by I you know I haven't looked at your character sheet. Let me see. Are your skills organized or are they okay, you got common and advanced. Okay. Uh what do we got? Failure, failure, failure. Okay. Um okay, so yeah, you continue to walk down this sort of makeshift path. And uh up ahead you see there there's a, a large larger tree in front of you and you see something painted on the uh on the uh the trunk but you can't quite make it out from here does it like because it's, it's, because it's small and like we're, we're too far away yeah it's that but it definitely seems to be some kind of whitewash kind of material better head closer and check it out all right. Can I I'm walk over there? Can I look around I, and see are there any other trees that seem to be painted like that? Uh yeah, you actually notice that to both your right and left and then sort of behind you uh, sure. you notice that this symbol is on tree trunk. You've sort of walked past them without looking behind you. It's not to anachronistically describe it, but sort of like surround sound. You got like your left and your right up front, your left and your right behind you. And then the one you noticed was directly ahead. How close are we to the ones we just walked by, like on our left and right? Uh, probably, say, like three or four meters behind you, diagonal. Uh, and then the ones to your front, left and right would be another, say, three or four meters uh, okay. Diagonal. So, so we're we're in the center of the ring of trees with symbols painted on them. Oops. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, that that's probably bad. <laughs> and then, as you look down on the ground, you notice that pointing to each of these symbols, and uh, here I'll show you. That's what you see painted on every tree trunk. Okay. Um. And then pointing, you, you realize you're standing in the middle of uh, the ground is sort of had a pattern burned into it. And the pattern is of a, a pentagram encircled with each point pointing towards one of these uh, symbols, these runes. I'm going to move out of the pentagram if I'm standing in it. <laughs> uh, you are, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to But move the, out the, of it. the burnt ground is kind of faint. It's not like it's really Still standing. I'm going to move out. out of it. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> um, Felix this... and. Uh, how, how does this compare to the symbols of the? Was it, weren't there like runes like with the, the witch. woman? Yeah. The witch. Um, it's it's similar. It it seems to be. Um, we'll do a roll, but it's just you know if you want to give me a. Uh, buh, 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 like a. It's what's lore regional? It's not lore regional. It's not really lore occult. You know, give me a lore regional. Um, Got a let's see a failure from Giles, oh, failure fair. from Gilbine. Oh no! Failure. Okay, um, yeah, it does seem to have some similarities to uh, the runes you saw on uh, the woman's the older woman's dress. 
um, but you're not 100% familiar with them. Um, all right, here's where I want to maybe play with some mechanics. Can sure. I uh, try some Mystic Vision? Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at that. So, yeah. How um, does how does this work? Let's, so uh, it's a spell allows the caster to perceive magic by augmenting his primary senses. It allows him to see, hear, or perhaps even smell spells, enchanted items, or even a creature's magic points. Sorcerer right. must be able to detect the creature or object for the spell to work. So I'd be looking at like the trees and the pentagram. Right. Perfect. Um, okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to the uh, where is it? Um, it's under powers. powers. Where do you? No, sorry, it's on the main tab. You've got uh, PowerPoints, current, max. Yeah. Okay. So what you want to do is it's your... What you can... You can do a couple of things. So if you go to... So it says it's one magic point per 10% of sorcery. Okay. So um, I have like 20%. Yeah, so it's going to cost you a minimum of two magic points. Now, I think that's actually... I'm not going to get into it now. Uh, now, if you look on your skills tab, um, mm -hmm. you're going to see a skill that wasn't there last time, and it's called manipulation. Mm. So what manipulation allows you to do, you never use it for a skill check, but for every 10% of your skill, you can basically boost a spell by that much. So what you could do in this case... Um, I'm trying to look at the skills description. So you could sort of augment the the effects of the spell. In this case, um, allows him to see here, even a creature's magic points. So what I would let you do is, if you succeed, I'll let you sense sort of one thing about the the area. But if okay. you want to boost it with manipulation, you could boost it, like I said, one extra boost for every 10%. You could do two boosts. It's going to cost you an additional two magic points. Okay. But if you succeed, I'll let you sort of pick three sure, things. Sure, let's do it. So I'll spend okay. four power points. Is that? Yep, spend? four power right. points. And how do those come back? Uh, it's just they come back when you rest. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, actually, let's, yeah, the current is the first one. Max yeah, is the second the one. Place. There we go. Cool. All right. And uh, then do I, I roll on the powers tab? Uh, yeah, roll on the powers tab. Maybe. How would that work? So if you double-click under Mystic Vision, there should be a skill percentage 24. Yep. If you double-click the 24, that should roll the dice for the skill check. All right. Ooh. But it did okay. not add... So I should be adding 20 to that. That should have been a success. Uh, well, um, it doesn't let you... That's what I thought it... I was paying for. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah, let's do that. So. Um, oh, well, so... I mean, if I had the mechanic wrong, let me know. What was... I, I don't what think was... you boost thing then so the boost would have told you but it makes sense that it would give you a better chance it augments the spell and then you learn more about it so yeah you would have gotten uh okay. plus 20 which would have made that a it, 53 it would have made it a 44 a 54 44 my, so you my, okay yeah, it would be 44 versus a roll of 33 cool uh yeah and i probably could have added the modifier but i forgot okay it's fine. uh great all right so yeah you succeed with that um, and so let's see. Uh, apologies, let me just no go back to your character, Mystic Vision, so I can just bring up the description. So you're going to learn, say, three things about this. Um, is there, okay, so it says sorcerers will either roughly know how many magic points the object or creature has, uh, aware of the spell's magical origin, 
Uh, is there certain things you want to know about this? Uh, I'm yeah, I'm interested in like, can I detect? Is there? I really want to know: is there some being nearby that's like controlling this? Um, Got it. Yeah, that would probably be number one. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll answer that one first. So okay. the the sort of magical remnants from whatever happened here feel like it's been a week to a week and a half old. So it's not it's not re, it's not that recent. It's been a little bit of time. Forensic magic. Exactly. Uh, is there a second thing you'd like to know about this? Um, can I tell, like, can I tell what the purpose of this uh, thing was for? Like, you know, was it a summoning type thing? Mm. Yeah. So it's definitely of a sorceress uh, origin. Right. And its purpose was to, how do I put this? Um, summoning, not sort of a summoning sort of a creating a channel of communication okay um like communicating with something or someone yeah not like summoning literally a demon but like when darth vader talks to the emperor and they sort of show right. up and, sure. yeah, yeah. I got it. so okay. more of that so kind like a of, communication yeah okay yeah yeah okay so is there something else that you would like to know for that? uh i mean above the table blair or paul is there something you guys want me to find out Um, is there there anything because what what I'm interested in knowing is like if we ever run across the person who did this would we be able to know so like is there something sort of somewhat distinctive or how about about, like like, can I see a vision of the person who created this circle or the thing that created the circle that may be too much uh, to ask let me see. I, I will say this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I'll give you sort of a vague impression. Uh, the The person who did this is a man, probably mid, early to mid twenties, um, and you get the sense that the uh, the rune has something to do with the letter A. It looks like a Norse ring. Interesting. Okay. I think that's great. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, like I said, this has been about a week or so since whoever did this has been here. Um, Yeah, and you're in the middle of a pentagram. uh, And here's what uh, Gilbean will do. Gilbean will... um, cover all this under the guise of uh praying to god um and um you know kind of just kind of enter like what looks like a very meditative uh trance uh and then when he awakens he'll share the the vision that you know he was blessed with the okay so we're not doing like wizard shit yo and then you sit down That's and... right. Yeah, no. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right um cool and uh so, so Felix and, and Giles, um, how do you react to to Gilbean's sort of prayer? Yeah, the power of prayer. Like, how is it like? Yeah, wow. I'm give. I'm gonna give him a 
a little side eye, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I give him I give him a little pursed lip uh, and a little and a little little tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Felix, is this just uh, how do you want to take this? No, I'm happy for the help. I guess I'm just gonna right. I'm just gonna kind of shrug and, and let them fight. Okay. <laughs> Never did. Right. Get I'm a fighting. room. Not, not <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, I, it's a, this is the rune is Ansu's. The player passed his knowledge check. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so yeah. So what? What do you do at this point? Uh, I think we would, um, I think, you know, Gilbean would kind of search around some more and see if there was any other, he would, you know, of course, you know, his, his communion with, uh, the angels and saints and God has told him, you know, this was a couple maybe a week ago or more. So, okay. you know, I don't think we're in any immediate danger. So I, you know, I would search more through thoroughly and see if we can find any more info. Okay. Um, how about, uh, Giles and, uh, Felix, what are you guys going to do? I'd say, you know, that if I, I you know, uh, uh, probably the best idea is just to get back on the road. If you know, I, I think that, yeah. Okay. I think so Gil, uh, I, I believe Gilbean, and so, so. Okay. Let's go. Um, My heart's in the right place. Of course, of course you would yeah. be clear. <laughs> and uh, Gilbean, can you give me a quick? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, the Sam and Diane going on. Yeah, give me a quick perception. <laughs> there we go. What do we got? That's a nice roll. Um, yeah, so the only thing you really gather from this area is that, yeah, the 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 runes seem to be sort of a chalkish kind of dissolved in water kind of solution. And the the pentagram on the ground seems like it might have been burned. Um, but again, it's been a week or so, so like it's just like the grass is there is gone, so it's already turned to mud because it's had some rainfall at some point. Um, but it seems like that might be what have happened because it's a very clean, uh, clean line. All right, uh, yeah, otherwise... and Gilbean would be would be content to keep moving. He knows, you know, we've we've got a lot of ground to cover. So. Okay. All right. So yeah, so you make it back. Uh, you make your way back to the road, and uh, let me just do. Apropos of nothing. Um, oops, I just screwed that up. So if I do that, let me just see how many dice I'm going to roll, because I think I just screwed that up. Um, all right, let me redo. So I'm going to do a quick roll for no reason. <laughs> uh, pay that no mind. I probably should have dropped it in the dice tower. Uh, but okay. So you continue along the road. Um, <laughs> dusk approaches and um as the sun starts to set you start to sort of smell you know the the road's getting a little more bendy through the forest it's sort of winding so you can't quite see what's up ahead but you start to smell uh smoke like uh sort of burning from a fireplace that kind of smell um filtering through the air hmm. 
and it's still it's still dusk. There's still some light. There is some light, but it's it's rapidly fading. fading. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Can we tell where the smoke is coming from? Or do we see smoke anywhere? Uh, you don't see any smoke, no. Um, but you do smell sort of a, a faint whiff of it. Does it, uh, based, does it seem like it's in front of us? Yeah, based I, on I, the wind. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, you weren't smelling it like ten minutes ago, but now right. that you've yeah. continued further, yeah, yeah. I would. I think I would pick up the pace a little and see if we could find the source of this. Agree. All right. How about you, Giles? What do you think? Yeah, agree. Okay. All right. So you uh, start to you, you continue your way through the road, and around one of the bends, you notice that there are some very rudimentary huts up ahead. Um, it's sort of a uh, an encampment that you know you weren't really aware of being on this road, um, but it seems like there's sort of a cleared little portion of the forest here, and uh, there's a couple of huts. There's clearly fires burning in them, and then at the far side of this little clear clearing, there's uh, there seems to be a, a, a campfire going with some people around it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Gilbean would look at his brothers and say. Uh... We should see if uh, they would uh, if they would have some Christian charity for us, my brother. Right. All right. Okay. So you want to approach? Yeah. Yeah. I approach. Him. Okay. All right. And now, uh, you know, here's the question: Did we put our traveling clothes on, or are we in uh, like? Yeah. Literally about stuff? to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we would have traveling clothes on. That's. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think. I think that's pretty much sort of like standard. You know, like standard okay. procedure yeah, for the so order. Maybe right? we that, would just know, come up as travelers, not you know, not necessarily. Although, well, and maybe you know, I don't know how exactly how the order works. Maybe I don't actually have a tonsure, right? So you know, that would kind of. Mm-hmm kind of nail it and like okay yeah you can wear whatever you want but your hair dude says you're <laughs> right fucking um but yeah so yeah i would I, gilbean would would uh kind of hello hello the village all right, all right. Just so nobody um, gets uh, surprised so yeah so as you enter the village you see there's about you know three huts i guess just for lack of a better word like i said there's a campfire with like three or four people uh, off in the distance and um some people you know there were people milling about outside but one person from the house closest to you he opens the door uh and then sort of very quickly closes it behind him and he sort of scampers up to you to greet you uh and he says oh hello travelers travelers hello oh goodness travelers very very nice to see you oh um, well yes of course Thank you for your kind welcome. And um, he, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, yeah, we are, are traveling to um, whatever the village name is, and you know, we're Open we're way. we're looking to have to make camp for the night when we smelled your fire, and uh, you know, wondered if we could perhaps uh, you know share your fire, and you know, we have our own food, of course, but oh, of course, of course, he says. Of course, welcome to our little hamlet. We don't really have a name for it. Uh, my name is Anton, and uh, sort of a picture hopefully just popped up for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, uh, very sort of rustic, very countryside. Uh, yeah, very, very renaissance. 
yeah <laughs> wrong Dang. time period but <laughs> yeah i know i know um, but still uh yeah but uh he's he says of course you know you're welcome to make camp here and uh enjoy the safety of our our little gathering um and then he says by any chance you know you seem to you know looking at paul who um your dress is exceedingly fine um that's right you paid extra for that right (laughs) and so he's like by chance are you a scholar or or knowledgeable in medicine by by any chance just a humble servant of the order i i don't think we tell people that there felix <laughs> I mean, I'm you just can say Superman. yeah i'm just a <laughs> person <laughs> doing stuff <laughs> what would what would the skill be for like uh medically helping someone or i have uh, blair you've got that yeah. yeah, yeah. I should put that I, in my bio. And actually, Gilbean, Gilbean would kind of put a hand on Felix's shoulder. Is like he's he we you know we, he's not real talkative. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, brother brother Giles, uh, I wouldn't say brother. I'd say my my good friend, my fellow traveler Giles, uh, has some skill with medicine. Um, perhaps you know if there is a need you have, perhaps brother Giles could be uh, convinced to. Uh, to lend you some aid, and I'll and I'll kind of wiggle my uh, uh, eyebrows at Giles. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, Giles, you uh, you cool with this? Uh, yeah, I say like what, and I would just say what. What what help <laughs> okay. do you need? What help, I doctor? <laughs> um, and then you pull out a rusty scalpel. <laughs> Gilbean's going to smile and shrug like, yes. Yeah. These are my friends. Like, Kidneys go for 12 fenning. <laughs> <laughs> I can help. Uh, so let's see. So he points you. He's like, please, if, if you wouldn't mind, please come with me to my, to my hut. And he starts to lead you back to his hut. Um, and he opens the door. And so first of all, I guess, who's going with... Uh, Anton to the hut. I mean, now Gilbean is very, you know, super nice and super friendly, but he's, you know, he is also very suspicious at the same time. So he's going to be scanning, you know, just making sure this isn't some sort of trap. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, I'd probably actually, like, I don't know what Giles is doing. I would not be, I probably wouldn't be following right behind the guy. Yeah, okay. I, I would, and- I would, I would trust my brothers to you know, sort of watch my six and I right. would, you know, like, and I would not immediately walk in the hut. I would wait for him to like open the door and I would just sort of like peer inside from, from the outside to get a look inside before I actually went okay. in there. I'll just, I'll just discreetly stand by the door. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Casually, right. you know, just kicking the dirt a little bit. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So bizarrely, he puts a sock on the doorknob. Critical fuck yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. So he uh okay, so yeah, he opens the door and and uh Brother Giles, what you see is you see a woman lying on the bed. And uh She's very plain. She's very beautiful yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, I do um, her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> fucking low bar. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so um, you see, you know, sort of around, you know, uh, she, she's lying in sort of this crude bed. Uh, above the bed is also a very crudely sort of chiseled uh, crucifix. Um, so you, you can tell, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. It looks very homemade, but it looks like a lot of care and effort went into it. Uh, so you see that she is, um, yeah, so she's, you know, lying on the bed. She has sw- uh, swollen areas around her, like her throat, uh, her, her face is swollen, um, let me see. I'm just trying to figure out because I wrote down. But yeah, so you can tell like they're they're They look like they are a pious family. Um, and then there's two children off to the side sort of looking at you and sort of worried, worryingly looking at their their mother. So I don't know if I need to do a roll for this, but like do would I have any idea just from just from the door would I have some idea of what's wrong with her because I'm especially concerned like does she have something like something that is like ragingly infectious right okay um so let me see give me uh yeah so I can tell you like first glance uh this could be the plague uh but give me a a healing roll. Okay. Uh, this. Okay. So, looking over her symptoms, you think there's there, there's a lot that lines up with the plague, but there's something about it that doesn't seem to be checking all of the boxes. Um, so I'd say so I would so before entering I would say I would talk to Anton and I'd say so this is reminiscent of the plague although you know something doesn't seem quite right have you had any contact with the plague and so he becomes obviously sick with worry because he you know he's a simple man and he while he knew something was seriously wrong he had no idea it could be this um and he said no i mean we we don't travel we're isolated you know we've had we socially maybe exactly (laughs) well we all know that doesn't work i should mask anton (laughs) 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 so um he said you know like we have maybe a visitor come by every once in a while and we've had, you know, some, some trappers that we brought into our hamlet to help us, but you know, they've only been here for like a week. Uh, we had, you know, one or a person, you know, travel through town maybe like a week and a half ago, but you know, he didn't look ill. Um, and so, no, I don't know how we could have contacted it just above the table. I don't know how much people know about the plague. Um, tip of the tongue kind of knowledge. It's not... bubonic or black? Um, 
I guess it'd be bubonic. <laughs> I know. Is it an uh, African European swallow? European or African? Uh, I feel like I just... exactly. <laughs> uh, it would be uh, bubonic. You need to be drunk, Art. You're like confident. Just <laughs> roll with it. Uh, interestingly enough, transmission of pneumonic plague requires direct contact within six feet. Huh. Huh. Um, but no, this is uh, bubonic, which would be okay. uh, yeah. Um, just so, so above the table, bubonic plague is not something that is easily con- uh, person to person. There has to be sometimes it was fleas. Obviously, rodents were a big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to, act, or if you come into contact with uh, the boils, the pus in the boils. Um, but that's what seems to be missing. She has these swellings, but she doesn't have the pus. Um, that's what I was trying to because I wrote that down yeah. somewhere. Actually, and actually, just just for people later listening to this, I do know that they're the same thing. That was the joke. The Black Death is the same as the bubonic. Is, plague. is the bubonic plague? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was looking it up, I was like, pneumonic plague. Oh shit, there's two. Um, <laughs> that's the, well, there's the mematic plague, which makes you post on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. So. so uh, yeah, so that's the that's the thing you notice is missing. She has these swellings, um, and she definitely seems to have a lot of what you're looking for when you're trying to diagnose the plague. But she doesn't have the the, the pus. Pus, yeah. How long um, has she been course, like this? Um, he Anton mentions that. It, a few days ago, he started to notice the swellings, but and she really took a turn for the worse, you know, maybe two days ago. Um, okay. And of course, so, he's distraught. He has no idea what to do, and he's terrified he's, of losing his wife. All right, so do I have... But I, but I have no idea what what it could be if not the plague right you don't know specifically right exactly i've heard bleach is good for this (laughs) (laughs) sunlight (laughs) yeah uh so yeah so uh giles what would you like to and of course anton he's like he he very wordly says like please if you just not let there's only a few of us here in this little hamlet and i don't want getting out that we're hiding something from the rest of the people here does everyone else know she's sick? Uh, they they know she's ill, but I've told them it, it's something else. Like she's been feverish, and maybe it was something with her lungs. But I've tried to keep under wrap exactly what's going on. Okay, can I? Um, if even if I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. um, can I offer? any sort of help even to like just you know ease her pain kind of thing you know if it even if i can't sort of cure her right uh well um yeah you could let me uh let me see something really quickly here um yeah so you have like a healer's kit you have a healing draft um on you you have some holy water uh yeah, I mean, so there's simple things like, you know, you could try, you know, using your healers to see if you could bleed some of the swellings. You could give her some of your healing draft. You could try something with the holy water. Uh, you could just simply, like, 
take a rag and see if there's like a cool stream nearby and try and help fight off the fever. What have you, and I say to Anton, like what have you done for her so far? Uh, and he says, you know, she's, since two days ago, she's been exactly in this state. You know, she's practically asleep. So I tried to feed her some broth, you know, for the few hours she's awake. Um, you know, sometimes she feels like she's burning up. So I try and keep her cool. Sometimes it feels like she's going to shiver to death. So I try and wrap her up in an extra skin, uh, animal skin. Um, but he, he's like, honestly, I, I don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to go over to her and um, I'm going to... Is she conscious? At this moment, she's... Conscious, yes, but a little delirious. Uh, she's not entirely with it. Okay, so um, I will. I will go up to her. I will. I imagine that I would have like, you know, maybe like a crucifix around my neck or like something like that. Something that I would like maybe pull out to let her know that, you know, I am you know, a man of God, I would mm-hmm. take, I, I take out my holy water and I, you know, and I bless her with the holy water and I ask her sister, can you speak? And she doesn't, you can tell her lips are moving. You're not sure what she's saying, but she doesn't seem to be responding to responding to you. How old is Anton? Anton looks like he's probably late 20s. Hmm. Now, just, you know, above the table, I'm not saying you have to actually do anything with this. I'm not saying it would do anything, but, the, of course, the, the uh, spring underneath St. Mortimer. Uh, uh, Marcus talked about how it had... Uh, it's been supposedly has healing powers and that's what the brotherhood, you know, could bring people there for. Did uh, we take any things. of that water? I don't remember that. Um I remember anointing yourself like blessing yourself with the water. Yeah. I don't um, know if taking it out of there would if it would have the same power or not. But. Right. And then also, like I said, like you know, one thing that was mentioned like you asked, like has anybody ever tried to cure, you know, Guy de Breton's brain damage with this pool, and he said, "Yeah, but it didn't work." So um, that's why I'm not. I'm saying, you know, who knows what the power of this spring it's is? It's not a panacea. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that was something I probably did not write in the uh, recap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you didn't bring any of the water from the spring that I remember. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll look through my healer's kit to see if there's anything. And how big is this hut? Because I think I think Gilbean may have kind of stood in the doorway while, uh, you know, Felix is kind of keeping a watch outside, and I'm kind right. of standing in the doorway. How how like? And I'm assuming Anton is with uh, Giles over by uh, his wife. Yes, yeah, they're over there. And uh, Felix, uh, you said you were sort of kicking. Are you sort of like 
keeping an eye on what's going on in the hut? Are you looking? I'm mostly keeping an eye on the on the Hamlet, right? On the Hamlet outside, yeah, I feel, okay. and I feel like Gilbean would be kind of making sure there was nothing else going on in the hut while Brother okay. Giles was occupied. So Felix, yeah, you notice that like some of the you know the neighbors because these huts aren't that far. They're sort of looking at you like, what's going on there? And then you notice that uh, even like a sort of the campfire, there's a group of guys over there. They seem to be sort of looking at you like, hmm. But otherwise, you know, it's not like they're drawing pitchforks or anything. Um. So and sorry, so uh, Giles, you go through your healing kit. And sorry, what were you? And uh, I'm trying to think what I have there. Um, since I'm not actually a healer, um, do, like in real life. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I guess what's the sort of ballpark idea of what you're trying to... Well, because I mean, you mentioned like draining them, which mm-hmm. like, is that, is that advisable for this sort of thing? So... It's it's uh, the the bubonic plague obviously is, you know, like I said, coming in contact with the pus is not great. So you might not yeah. want to. In this case, you might not try draining it. You might poke it a little bit, but you might not go for a full bleeding or anything like that. Because uh, yeah, if. Um... Yeah, if, if if I have no idea what is wrong with her, and if I suspect it might be related to the plague, then um, you know I, I tend to think that there isn't really too much I can do for her. Okay. Uh, all right. Sounds good. So you might just. Uh, ha- so how do you want to? Approach Anton. He's looking to you. So like, I, I so would just say, doing? you know, I would say like this is. I've never seen anything like this before. It looks like it it, it resembles the plague, but at the same time, um, I tend to think it might not be that. But I have to admit that this is beyond my. This is beyond me. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so he, when you mention uh, the plague, he seems both terrified and relieved at the same time, because obviously nobody wants to have the bubonic plague, um, but he um, he sort of tries to take some hope in the fact that you're, doesn't feel like it's, it's that. Um, so, okay, so Felix, you're, uh, are you still keeping an eye on the on the uh, the townsfolk? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so as you're doing that, somebody, a, a woman comes from sort of across the clearing a little bit, and she seems to be approaching towards the hut. I'll ask, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? Can I help you with anything? <laughs> <And> she- <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> what's up, girl? And so she's like, who are you, and what's going on in Greta and Anton's with Greta and Anton. 
oh, you know, we, we just came into town and um, Gilby yeah, and we'll hear we'll hear Felix talking and kind of <laughs> spin around. But he's not gonna interrupt. He's just gonna he's yeah, just gonna kinda true. watch first. Keep going. And uh Anton asked us for some help in his house in exchange for loaning us share his fire for the night. So my traveling companions helping him. All right. Uh let me give me an oratory check. Uh-oh. <laughs> Feels bad, man. No. Ooh, that's good. Oh, Whoa. good roll. Success. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, that's, that's very exciting. You're actually better at oratory than I am. Hmm. Um, she, uh, she's easily, that makes total logical sense. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, Anton and Greta are very hospitable, and uh, you will. F- find a very welcome fire with them he's a well-dressed uh, man i mean that's gotta you know, <laughs> exactly. gotta count for something in these parts yeah right? it's like a every girl's crazy I mean, about you're in ZZ pop in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> um top hat yeah so uh yeah do you spin your two-handed sword around in your waist and... <laughs> wait, wait. Um, look nice. at his portrait he's actually wearing a top hat <laughs> Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh so yeah, um and she's like, and you know, of course if there's anything else, you know, that any of us can provide hospitality wise, you know, you know, we're simple people, but you know, we we try and uh we try and take in those who are in need. Well, you know, and uh we'll be talking oops. again later. <laughs> <laughs> Quick just, above the, how does that work? You typed play sharp dress like how does it know to play that exact song? Oh you I mean it doesn't like you can okay. give it you can give it a YouTube link to play something very specific, but okay. I just I knew like if I searched for sharp dress man, the top like YouTube link was probably gonna give me what I wanted. So it's okay. it's just how good are you at like getting the top result on Google that you want when you type something in. So Got it. Okay. And so somehow that's uh Okay, got it. Yeah, it's um, Groovy. So Groovy goes out, you know, that, so the dash is what tells Groovy to respond, and you hit play, and then you type in a search term, and it's going to go find, find, I think YouTube. it's searching YouTube, and then it's playing whatever the top hit is. The top hit. Got it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Just for my own. But yeah, you can okay. you can type dash play, and then a YouTube link, and it will play that link. And got I think it. you can do Spotify, too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. That's you good just, to know. If you go like, if you search on Google for like Groovy Discord bot, it'll give you a like. You can and you can like, you can load up a queue. You can get all kinds of shit going on. All right. Not that I'm going to go like full Hollywood Mike's, you know, soundboard. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Don't even try. Like Hollywood's way beyond on all of that level. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so sorry. So, um, <laughs> so that's so so okay. So Felix, you've uh, very successfully chatted up uh the neighbor and she seems content with your explanation and starts going back to her hut she'll be more than you'll be gonna kind of clap you on the shoulder and turn back around <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the folks <laughs> the folks over at the campfire at the far side of the clearing noticing the woman turning and walking away they're like oh okay they must be fine uh, <laughs> they go back to their conversation um okay so sorry so that's what's going on uh so gilbean now that uh, are you going to go back to the door you're going to hang out with... yeah so what i was thinking of doing like uh gilbean has made a connection in his mind with the information he got out in the woods that okay. you know it's a 20 year old man in the letter a um 
and you know this guy is in his 20s and his name is anton so you know it may be nothing but he like while anton is kind of fussing with giles over his wife he wants to surreptitiously uh search the hut for any okay. signs of uh occult paraphernalia all right so uh yeah you know what this is gonna here's what i want you to do i want you to give me um it's gonna be a perception check but what i want you to do is i want you to boost your perception with your stealth so the way that's gonna work okay is what is your stealth skill 74 74. So the way you can boost one skill with another is you take basically what's your critical range, which is divided by 10 rounded up. So it's going to be an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give you a modifier of negative eight, which is good in this case. It's going to lower your roll right. by eight. Uh, so give me a, a perception roll. To see. Do I, and will that modifier show up when I roll for perception? Yeah, so I've that's what I'm kind of curious to see. So let's just do a straight roll and hopefully I can, there's a up. modifier thing on my lower left here. I could can I type that? Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to yeah, why don't you enter the negative eight? I entered it, but I wasn't sure. Uh, but yeah, enter negative eight into that modifier and then hit enter and then roll your and let's see if it works. All right, here we go. What's your what's your perception? Seventy two. It, it did work. Eight. It did work. Okay, cool. Yeah, I rolled a 43, so, subtracted eight. Subtracted eight, great. So yeah, um, perfect. So yeah, you succeed in sort of taking a stealthy look around. So what you see is basically a, a pretty barren uh, hut. Like I said, they've sort of created this homemade crucifix. It looks like what they've actually done is they've made like, you know, they're a little too far away from the priory of uh, St. Mortimer to go worship there. It looks like that what they've tried to do is they've tried to make like a little homemade place of worship um the crucifix is crude but you get the idea that it's trying to portray jesus on the cross uh it's trying to portray the uh the passion of the christ if you will um and otherwise around the house you don't see like any books you see like a a crude fireplace which the fire is burning right now it's probably one of the places that you smell the smoke from uh you know some sort of rough utensils and and pots or you know call in like a small cauldron to, to boil in uh and then some some hay you know in piles around the floor away from the fire obviously um where they can sleep and they see some like animal skins so i'm not um, seeing any evidence that anton would be behind the pentagram in the woods no there's nothing striking you as like uh, bro, he is as, he is just as he appears a simple farmer type yeah, yeah who's truly okay. worried about his wife yeah all right all right uh now brother giles um what are you doing um you were trying to think of a way to potentially ease her suffering bleeding we decided was not the right call um oh, yeah. how did you was there something you wanted to try in a broad sense uh, beyond this, or are you sort of at the point where you're like, sir, there's nothing I can do, or the, and you're going to sort of try and walk away from it? Or, uh, what would you like to do? Well, it seems like he is, again, not actually being a healer, um, but it sounds seems like he's doing anything that I would recommend already. Okay. 
you know, he's yeah. like trying to cool her down when she's hot and keep her warm when she's cold and giving her liquids. So okay. I don't know what else I can okay. recommend. All right. Uh, so given that, um, you know, she, you know, again, she continues to sort of seemingly murmur uh, deliriously. Uh, he sort of takes her hand and sort of strokes it. Um, but he, he said, is there anything that we can do? And he looks to you all sort of almost pleading, but he's not sure what he's pleading for. He knows that whatever's going on with his wife is significant. Is it, and is he like, I mean, Giles is the only one in there is, but is he looking at Gilbean also or? Uh, yeah, he, you know, he, he's, he knows, obviously he, he's addressing Giles, but he looks at you uh, as well, hoping that anyone has some idea of how to help him. Is, would there be better medical resources uh, in the town we're going? Uh, well, you've never been to the town specifically. Um, okay. There's not a lot to... of, yeah, I can't imagine. Right, I mean, this okay. is this is the 1100s, right? There's not a lot of medical yeah, yeah. expertise anywhere. Uh, right. I, um, how far, how far have we come from the Priory? From the Priory, you've traveled, I would say like just under half a day. You left around noon, say like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, you could, if you wanted to attempt that, you'd be, instead of camping on your way to Abernoir, you'd probably be, you know, making camp on your way back to the Priory. Right. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, well, I mean, he's probably not in any condition, but you know, if he could get his wife to the Priory, that might be like we could tell him about it. I mean, he might okay. already know. We could remind him that there's this healing spring. Or is the spring open to? Is it is it public knowledge? It is not actually. One of the things Marcus specifically said is that they don't make it well known because they don't want every want leper and okay. cripple uh, right. in a hundred right. miles coming to check it out. All right. Yeah. Well, Gilbane actually hasn't said anything yet. He's this is all okay. just processing. Um. Yeah. Maybe we need to have a little huddle between the brothers. Okay. Uh, yeah. So how do you want to, you want to just let Anton know like, Hey, we're going to go talk over here. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. All right. So brothers, Wait, I think around. we kind of maybe step outside the hut, gather around. Got it. And, uh, take any, okay. Yeah. Go for it. What do you guys do? Uh, Brother Giles, uh, it's it's like the the plague, but not quite the plague. Hmm? Apparently, um, you know. Of course, uh, my mind thought of the spring at the Priory, um, but you know, we didn't bring any of that water with us. Not that it would have would work all the way, you know, this far away from from the spring, or not that you know this necessarily would cure this woman i don't know how you know uh, of course as a man of god my you know i i feel bad for this woman i don't know how much it matters for our mission overall though what what say you fellas and um or you're 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 saying that the spring was 
something that's like used by the order like we use it for our purposes right yeah so yeah it's it's okay. a place where you know members of the order can come it, it does supposedly have the potential of some healing powers uh but yeah it's often it's sort of kept within the brotherhood as a hey you know here's a tool if we need it i mean what we could always do i mean we could you could you know make a uh uh, of course, you know, as we learned in the order, the placebo effect is strong. You could make a poultice uh, of some sort for the man if we just wanted to, you know, give him some hope. Um, we could do nothing and say, you know, I'm sorry, there's, you know, we have no option. Or we could, you know, try and do something else. Uh, the uh, I'm, I'm still curious about the, uh, and I would tell the brothers, you know, the, the occult, uh, circle we saw in the woods, uh, you know, the, this man's name being Anton and being the right age, but there's no other sign that he would be involved at all. So I don't, you know, he seems as he is from what everything I can tell, but I don't know. Is this a side quest? How much time we want to spend? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and it, this comes, this is where I think, above the table like the the, the role-playing will come in so you know you, i think gilbean would be he would honestly like he probably has a somewhat uh merciful disposition um so he would probably lean more on you know we should try and help this person you know the the we don't know that you know we know it doesn't seem like the um the guy we're looking for is in any you know if something happened to him shit already happened I mean, I don't know that rushing to the next town is going to make a difference in the end. And if we could help this family, eh. but that's just my, I, I specifically called us to talk privately so I could have your guys' inputs. I mean, I think there's a reason they don't tell everybody about the spring, right? Yeah, I, I'm hesitant to, well, to tell about the spring. Well, we, we to... could, we could uh, just take the woman with us and not tell him. Tell and you know and keep it secret for that you know just you know take her there she wouldn't she would never remember uh, it, you know suppose we could offer that as an option right without revealing the spring to the general populace we could say you know perhaps we have a you know there's a, you know we could make up some other story to cover for it look we've we've given all the help we can we've important work to do and sometimes. Okay. Yeah, the world is a yeah. Cool no, place. I I understand. Yeah, I, I I can see that side of the argument as well. Uh, and I'm going to, without having access to, uh, Gilbean's character sheet. Um, <laughs> well, that for a reason there, Chester. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll say, I'll say something along the lines of, um, uh, you know. Brother Gilbean, um, although I, you know, uh, perhaps maybe the healer of the group, if anyone could detect if she were uh, under any sort of demonic influence, <laughs> I think it may uh, be I you. Could pray. I could pray and see if the Lord would. Because you know, uh, although I am not convinced that that we should bring her to the spring. If this is any sort of demonic manifestation, we absolutely should not bring her to the spring. 
Mm. Well, you know, it would probably fix her being holy. But anyway, you know, the whole burning head turning around type thing. But mm. um, yeah, I would be willing to um, uh, devote myself to the Lord to see if I can detect any kind of uh, occult magic on her. Okay. Let's give uh, so it a we're whirl. gonna do the same thing. You wanna? Yeah. How many spell points you have left? Gonna, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're gonna go to sleep soon, right? So let's fuck. Let's mm-hmm. burn four. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do I get? Uh, do I get as an unlimited amount back if I get a full night's rest, or how does that work? Uh, yeah. If you get a full night's rest, you get them all back. Okay. I'm gonna and and to make it work, I'm gonna put a minus twenty in the thing. How about that? Yeah. That that's uh, exactly the right thing to do. All right. And we're going to do, I think it was Mystic Vision, right? Uh, yes, the spell was Mystic Vision. Ooh, oh, nice. A minus nice. five critical success. That's awesome. All right. Um, whew. That's a critical success. Yeah, so you get to learn three things. Uh, the very first thing I will tell you... Um, I think we got to set this up a little too. I mean, I think it would yeah. be how do we convince? How do we tell Anton? Maybe, uh, maybe Brother Giles, you and I come in. Yeah, uh, we'll come in and we'll say, you know, sir. Um, even though this this seems to be, you know, beyond my medical knowledge, um, my my brother here is skilled in uh, the detection of 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 demonic presence and uh if with your permission you know perhaps he could pray over your wife to s- determine if there's any Perfect. demonic influence on her mm-hmm. mm. nice all right yeah and uh he obviously says of course yeah if that yeah, yeah. if you yeah so yeah help. i would assume my you know prayerful attitude and and cast my cast my spell all right uh, all right so yeah so you get three bits of information um while that's going on uh felix is there anything specific you're doing or are you just sort of standing by the door or is there something specific you wanted to do no i i mean i don't have any magic or anything so i'm just gonna wait yeah. and see how this shakes out okay yeah because uh, yeah, it's and just, evil <laughs> right and <laughs> yeah just so you know the reason why uh duck has magic is because when they found the heretical text uh, he actually went through them. it and, yeah, yeah. and read it that's the only reason nice. why he has it because he's like oh what's in here uh <laughs> brother giles <laughs> said fuck that i'm not reading this and mm-hmm. immediately right. clamped it shut so yeah right. everything um, has a anyway. cost brother <laughs> right right <laughs> and and so, and he winks <laughs> <laughs> How much for anal and Polish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Which is a Twilight 2000. Paul, I don't know if you listened to the other uh, Cabal stuff. Cabal but, stuff, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, um, yeah, so, Duck, you sort of get to know three things about this. Um, is If there's something specific you want to ask. You were going to give ahead. me one thing that seemed like it was probably the, like the yes. entry bit. So give me that, maybe. Uh there is something otherworldly, something maybe potentially demonic about this. Okay. Um, the second thing, she doesn't have the plague. Okay. Uh, the the words Saint Anthony's fire enter your mind. Hmm. Um. 
so above the table, St. Anthony's Fire is... Uh, I'm, is key, I'm thinking St. Elmo's Fire, but... Right, it's not that. St. <laughs> Anthony's Fire is a disease... Um, technically, it's called ergotism, uh, and it is very similar to the plague, but it's actually caused by... Uh, fungus that gets into like uh wheat rye things mm. like that um, okay. but the symptoms are very similar so yes it's uh it's it feels like there's a demonic presence to this um you have this idea of saint anthony's fire okay which you as a character may not know exactly what that is right uh and but I maybe see. you know maybe i you know like i I, I mutter it or something, and maybe Giles can hear me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and Giles uh, might know what it is. Right. We'll do. We'll check that in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, but a third thing: is there anything? I'm sort of feeding it to you, but is there something specific you want to ask, or is there something else I should just feed to you? Um. I want I want a I want a vision of like if this seems demonic I want a, like a image of the the whoever is responsible. Okay, so you get sort of this not like a crystal clear portrait, but you get mm-hmm. sort of this vague image of a man, uh, dark brown hair. Um, mm-hmm. What information did I, I I told you a little bit? Uh, and the person in, you're in sort the, of picturing. Is very similar to the person you pictured in the woods. Yes. Okay. And it's definitely uh, not Anton. His name begins with A, or I get it. I got a sense of the letter A, and that he was in his twenties. Right. And uh, you're getting that same very strong sense here. Okay. So I can. It seems like I can. You know, they they seem like they might be the same person in my mind. Right. Yes. That right. would not be. Would it, can I like dark brown hair? I mean, that doesn't seem very distinguishing. Do I get like a build size like is there anything that would help me identify like um I'm trying i could to get think. a critical success i mean I, i'm gonna samer yeah so i'm gonna samer on your heart a little bit um, you know what maybe with that you um and, and all i'm all i'd ask is like i don't maybe i don't recognize the person but i like i want like if i see him i kind of want to like have maybe a like you know and maybe another role or something but like like maybe a, a vague sense, like oh, this looks like the guy who I could vaguely yeah. see. You know what? What I think I'm gonna do. Um, you, you, you know what? Because you rolled a critical success, here's what I'm gonna do. And you didn't just roll okay. a critical. Your your number is actually negative. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's below zero. It's right. that fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you actually get a very clear picture of who this person is, and you the the name alexander attaches it nice attaches oh the, to the, that the son of the witch interesting yeah um okay i will uh you know kind of get up off my knees and uh brush off my pants and uh and i'll come over and whisper to brother giles and say it's it appears uh well, maybe uh, maybe I'll gesture yeah. for him to come outside, and right. and and it's like, uh, and I'll I'll look at Anton and say, uh, just yes, I've, I've I've learned some, but let me uh, let me uh, let us just consult for a minute, and we'll we will. Uh, I think we might be able to help your wife, perhaps. 
All right. Um, okay, so yeah, so you guys are gonna go have another powwow. It sounds like. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I'll let you guys break that down. So I would tell them everything, you know, Saint Anthony's fire, all that stuff that I and okay, so probably the same guy. Uh, real quick, uh, Brother Giles, can you give me a healing check? Um, and actually, give yourself a negative twenty modifier to the healing check. So you just type negative twenty into the box, hit enter, and hopefully it affects your next roll. Oof. Nice. You succeeded. Oh, you succeeded. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so yeah, you are definitely familiar with uh, St. Anthony's Fire um, ergotism. You know the symptoms are very similar. It's a lot of swelling with the the uh, the glands. Um, but now you're like, oh, it makes sense why you don't have the pus because ergotism, well, you'd call it St. Anthony's Fire. You know, it doesn't affect you that way, your endocrine system or whatever, your adrenal system. Um, so yeah, so you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Um, and you know that it's caused by, you know, fungus, um, in the, you know, in, in, in grain of some sort. Uh, so you start to notice that there's, there is rye, uh, sort you see, sort of see the, a field of rye, you know, in the setting sun off to the distance. The other thing you know, though, is that, um, they still have rye growing, so they haven't fully harvested. Um, they haven't, uh, it, you know, whatever rye they have is probably relatively recent. And you know that the fungus would take would have taken longer to develop than the timeline you're getting from Anton, like the week or so that all this is happening. Uh, I mean, like she would have needed. She, she, she must have been like exposed to it earlier than that. You mean like it takes like a longer exposure time? No, in that, um, in that this is all happening unnaturally fast. Unnaturally fast. Wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is all. Yeah. So like. You're like everything seems by the book except for the fact that it's happening. You know that fungus would have had to have taken like months to to grow in the stockpile of wheat. That's obviously not what hap is what happened here because the wheat, you know, uh, the the wheat, the rye, uh, is hasn't been fully harvested, so it's it would have been relatively recent. So everything feels like it's happening too quickly. Hmm. Uh, okay. Do, do, and do I know of any way to address these, the, uh, saying things by Can uh, I, can see. I cure her? Can I? Let me see exactly. So, above the table, what you'd have to do is you'd have to sort of, um, she has sort of an acute toxicity, so you'd have to sort of deal with that. In those times, um, you would need to potentially, there's like these ergo or ergot alkaloids, um, which would help reduce, I'm trying to find exactly what that would be. 
it's it's a type of acid, but where would you get it from? That's what I'm trying to. Anyway, so there's so potentially there is like this compound you could probably uh, create, um, but the chances of it working are probably um, probably not not good. Um, so this is not just like sort of removing the rye or something? Right. So you, you look at the rye and you're like, oh, you know that potentially whatever rye is around is tainted. Um, you definitely know that. Um, but so just like not having like just keeping her from eating more rye will not she she won't purge the toxin on her own at this point correct um and also you could sort of infer that she's not the only one that ate it mm-hmm. oh this is from ingesting it mhm yeah. yeah oh okay but she's maybe the first one showing symptoms so is it just yeah. maybe that the others haven't started showing symptoms yet or that they're not getting affected or we don't know yet? Uh, you don't know yet. That is a possibility. And also one thing that could help is if you could sort of make sort of a draft uh, using Belladonna. Um, that might That's help like people. That... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that could help if the person has not um, had massive exposure. Um, so, you know, Belladonna is a, is actually a poisonous plant, but you could oh, okay. use it maybe in a way to, uh, it's, it's actually nightshade, um, but maybe you could use sort of process it in a way that's a little risky. Um, but that might help. Crack uh, house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for the people that haven't had severe exposure. So that's, uh, yeah, so that's a big information dump, so I apologize for that, but that's sort of what you know and what you could do to treat it. Uh, she's, uh, Greta, the wife, though, is in a bad spot, you know, just pumping her full of uh, nightshade in the humane way could put her out of her misery, misery but uh, it's not going to be enough to actually purge the toxins in this case. And, you know, like we have healing draughts uh, and they, they mm-hmm. probably, we don't think they would actually make a dent in this. I have a feeling, right? Not at her level. It might actually help the others, but it, right. it, it's, she's in a, she's in a bad spot. She needs uh, some extra or she's, you know, either you're right or off or she needs, you know, above and beyond kind of efforts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, well, it sounds like uh, it sounds like we probably we need to try and avert a catastrophe here, brothers. I feel like uh, I, I, do we want to tell these people? That, and there is there is definitely, and I think maybe uh, maybe just because of his communion with the. Uh, the spell and stuff that's affecting, you know, the things that are affecting the woman's like, you know, they're, 
the the and maybe after talking to Giles, like it seems like this is unnaturally fast. We should, I think we need to look into that. Maybe uh, maybe while Giles is trying to uh, come up with something to counteract this, um, I'm going to ask. Yeah, go ahead. I'd like to ask Anton. He mentioned that someone came by about a week and a half ago. Mm. So uh, what was the, the yeah, last yeah. person that came by? Can you tell us? Can, can you tell us more um, about him? Um, do you know where he might be going? Because we fear that maybe um, he might get sick also. So we want to <laughs> make sure we know. <laughs> of course. Uh, Nice. information about him yeah so uh he said yeah he was he was oh what was his name it was you know i think his name and dun 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 i think his name was alexander and um mm. yeah he was only in town briefly um and he seemed sort of in a rush but was kind enough like he didn't pay us much attention but uh but yeah he was uh he was here, yeah, maybe a week, a week and a half ago, and he was the only visitor. And then a couple of days later, we had to bring in the trappers, but um, he was the only visitor before then. And uh, he just continued on his way to the east. We're not sure where he was headed or, or why. He just, you know, stopped in, you know, sort of looked around a little bit. You know, we helped him, served him up some hospitality, and then he uh, seemed to be quick on his way. And the east is the direction we are headed toward, is that correct? Correct. That's the direction okay. of Vibrant Noir. Yeah. So, I said, oh, thank you. And I turned back to the brothers mm -hmm. who heard all this, I assume. And so I'm <laughs> going to say, well, I think that, you know, that I'm... You, if if it isn't clear to them, you know, like I'll make it clear to to them that you know, with a Saint Anthony's fire, it would not progress this quickly. Um, okay. So there's something unnatural here, and uh, and, uh, and, and brother Gilbean that lines up with what you yeah. perceived. So I think that we pretty much have two choices here. We can either try to help these people the best we can or try to see if we can have a discussion with Alexander and he may be the key to slowing this down to a rate at which it can be addressed by ordinary means. Hmm. Yeah. What, um, I would ask Brother Giles, and I am imagining this question is going to go to Art, but like, how long would it take to make a, to try and make some of these? Um, you know, I would assume Brother Giles would have told us, you know, there might be something we can do for the folks who haven't shown symptoms yet if we did these things, and you know, it's kind of risky. Right. How long would it take to do that? You know, well, you probably have to. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, probably a couple hours. You'd have to, you know, see if there's any nightshade in the area mm -hmm. and then you just need to sort of process you know like you know you probably you know mm -hmm. mortar and pestle it a little bit then boil it down Chem maybe. chemistry montage yeah chemistry <laughs> montage um you climb the the steps in philadelphia uh mm -hmm. throw your arms there but then maybe you know if you mixture healing draft in with the uh 
concoction that might boost it up a little bit if you want to spend your draft on these poor scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you you know you could probably do it in a night, and that, but of course, that same night is time lost for Greta that you could be if you were choosing to, you know, go after the spring or going after oh. Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. So you well, sort of I mean, like, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, it seemed like, it, well, my other brother seemed very, it seemed like we'd kind of ruled out taking Greta to the spring. So, um, okay. I mean, we could also split the party too. I mean, that's always a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Felix, do you have any thoughts on you know the proceedings here? Do you either way? Yeah, what are you thinking, Felix? I'm I'm still anti taking Greta to the spring. Um, if, okay. if we think we can do some good here um, for these people before we move on, though, I'm happy to try. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Alex, like it's you know we could we might lose a day if we did this, and I don't think mm-hmm. you know I don't think that that's such a big deal. That I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know we are men of God. We should probably try and keep this town from dying <laughs> not existing anywhere yeah I, guess. I mean and 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 uh you know i th- certainly think you know this is because of the you know the circle and then the and the speed at which this is spreading this is a very right. strong something going on here that this is yeah. very you know relevant to our order um okay yeah i still so i then- still uh Gilbean still uh feels like he might want to try and take greta to the spring that's just in his head. Mm, okay. Um, so given that, um, you sort of have a couple of things. Like, one, what do you tell Anton? Two, right. what do you tell the rest of the, the folks in this little hamlet? How do you approach all of this? Well, we have to decide. Let's 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 t- let's go to step zero and like let's figure out what we're going to do, and then we'll figure out what we want to tell people. Okay. So, Brother Giles. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, I would say to to try to make the the um, to process the nightshade. Okay. You know, for, for is that something for, like you know we have and I, uh, I thought I had I thought I had some sort of herbalism skill, but I'm not saying. Uh, there's healing. Is herbalism even a? I thought maybe I'm. I would just let you use your healing. You know, yeah, I mean, craft that's poison, but this isn't really a poison that you're yeah, crafting. You know, I'd let you do it, healing. Let's reverse the polarity. That's all it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think what I might do is I'd let you do a healing roll, but I'd let you boost it with your, you know, like we were doing with Duck earlier. I mean, it's not going to be a big boost; it's only a three. But you know, like, like Duck was just saying, it's reversing a little bit the polarity. Right. Um. um all right, so let's. Uh, I think brothers. All right, so if we are going to help the village, uh, I think maybe we broach with Anton the fact that you know there is something wrong with the grain. Okay. That they should stop eating it. Um, can is there something like? Can you like if we were to inspect the rye or whatever it is that they're eating? Mm-hmm. Um, would we be able to see the? Um, like the not really no okay uh, right. i mean unless it was just sort of boiling over like you know if it got like super moldy but no right not, right not... I mean, okay um you know i think we tell him that there is you know a 
there is a, you know, that this is poisoned and, you know, all the villagers are going to be at risk. You know, it's not contagious. We tell them that, but we say, you know, you need, we need, we need your help to get the villagers to stop eating this grain. And, you know, perhaps uh, Brother Giles can tell them what we're looking for, for a uh, healing draught to, you know, prevent the other villagers from getting sick. That's what I, that's my suggestion. That's we, we, we try and get Anton to, you know, be our liaison with the village. Okay. Uh, but I, but I'm, me... but I'm looking at, I want to see Felix and I want to know if, if Felix and Giles agree with that before. We okay. Yeah. Agree. Before we do anything else. Yeah. Uh, Felix and Giles, what do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, just mm-hmm. but also make it clear to him that, um, you know, unfortunately, like I, I would, I'm gonna sort of downplay any sort of like, it's unnatural kind of thing. I'm just going to tell him. Oh you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, but this, yeah. um, I need to tell you well, though, that your in, wife. In these is, times, right? Everything, all po- all diseases and stuff are are you know demon sent stuff. So it wouldn't be like, you know, we could tell them, you know, that your grain has gone bad, and that's why uh, Greta is sick, and you're all going to get sick. And you know, you need to stop eating it, and we need to. You know, we need to make a healing potion that will drive the demons out. I, it's not like it's going to make them panic any more than saying that you, you've got it. You know, you've got ergotism. Well, it's it, it's it's more that I just don't want to tell them. Look, you let like some you know. Oh no, demonic yeah, person. Not, we're not going to we're not going to mention Alexander at right. all. Totally. So, like, so, I, so just just, say, I just I just want I just want to make it clear to Anton that it's like your wife is very far gone. And right. I can't guarantee that this, you know, healing potion is going to do anything for her, but it's the best that we can do. And then, like, mm-hmm. of course, what the other thing we're going to do is go try to, like, get Alexander and see if, like, he can. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's step two, right? We, let's, yeah. I think we need to stay here and, like, and try and get these people at least uh, triaged. And then, and then, yeah, we hightail it off after Alexander, right. totally. Okay. So, uh, and Felix, what do you, what do you think? Anything totally you want to try and get out of this or you just want to go with that plan? Uh, I, I can live with it. Okay. All right. So duck, what I'd like you to do is I would like you to give me a, what kind of, you have seduction, but what other. That's really you? my main, uh, <laughs> like, that's, that's yeah. my tool. It's my job. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, cause I don't, I don't have oration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's I mean, a weird, creepy seduction, but let's make a seduction. Now I just, I don't know. Do, <laughs> I'm, I'm, let me just look through oratory seduction streetwise. That's probably not going to help. They're all weird, creepy seductions. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's give me a seduction check. Out of curiosity, do you see a modifier in the modifier box in the bottom left? I do not. It's zero. Okay. So let me see if I hit. Maybe that's maybe my. So what I'm doing is I'm giving this. You know, like a lot of things, there's like you know easy, simple, routine, difficult. Um. So what I'm going to do is. I have influence at seventy-one. Okay. So what I want you to do is give me. Influence modified by seduction. Okay, um, so uh, minus so seven or minus, minus eight. seven, uh, right, minus I, eight. I'm but then, five. but then we're going to be a plus twelve. So it's going to be a plus twelve okay. total. Plus four. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh no! It's a, oh, net plus twelve. A, a net plus. Yeah, because it's a, a twenty for the difficulty, but you're getting an eight gotcha. in your favor. Yeah. So give gotcha. yourself a plus twelve. And then I'm rolling on influence with it. 
and roll on influence. Oof, Oof, failure. Okay. So the failure in this case isn't that he doesn't accept what you're saying. It's that he's not going to be very helpful because you just told him his wife is dying. Right. Um, And so he freaks out. The children freak out. Um, Oh, I didn't know they had children. Yeah. Yeah, there's two kids in the room that are sort of watching all this. And mm-hmm. so they're starting to lose it because they're pretty young. They half understand it. They just see daddy getting really upset. Um, Damn it, know, and <laughs> Scary children again. <laughs> yeah. So they they might not be much help. Okay. Um, well, so maybe I, let's uh, maybe we can have uh, our great orator uh, go talk to the woman <laughs> that he talked to before. Who, me? Right? <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> hey, girl. Well, yeah, hey girl. <laughs> um, does uh, does Anton have a like a donkey or something? You know, Some there yeah, there might be a donkey animal. out back, um, and it looks like you know the rye fields. Um, you know, they're on the edge of town, but they are definitely closest to Anton's hut. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like go over and and uh, like without talking to any of the other of my brothers, I'm gonna be like whispering to Anton. So. I'll tell I'll okay. tell Felix go go try go use your oration on the villagers. This this obviously didn't work. I'm basically I'm kind of pissed off at myself. I think so. Okay, but I'm taking okay. it out on you. It's like being married. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Felix, are you going to go hunt down? You're going to go across the way to the hut that you yeah saw and go yeah to? I'm going to okay. go check out the ladies. Okay, <laughs> yeah, give the ladies. door a knock. Uh, all right, so uh, she opens the door, and uh, she's very much like, "Oh, uh, hello, sir. How 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 can I be able to help?" Too bad you don't have seduction now. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell her kind of what we talked about, right? That I, you know, I have something I wanted to. There's a problem. You know, we're trying to help the villagers out, but you know, we kind of need somebody to help us. Okay, and uh, get on the ground floor. Yeah, and um, so she is obviously panicked, um, but given what you're telling her, she is is willing to help because. Uh, and what she does is she starts to call everyone, you know, the the few Perfect. that are there. There's only like three huts, and then the campfire with the trappers, and she calls everyone together, and uh, so they all say, you know, what is this? You know, what's going on? And uh, what do you what do you do? Give them a little oral. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, just give him a speech. Citizens. <laughs> all right. So do you lay it all out? Do you just, uh, how do you approach it? Um, nothing. Uh, we don't need to get into any of the stuff that we're worried about, right? Just, you know, right. you know, we you passed through the them- town and we noticed something with the grain. Luckily, one of us, you know, has some experience in this area and he thinks that he can work out a cure but the important thing is that you know you guys trust us and and do what we say basically okay. and do you mention the saint anthony's fire uh no mention specific? not specifically no. okay and so they ask what what's the problem with the grain what should we do well you need to stop eating it okay. <laughs> step one <laughs> do you recommend that they just not eat it do they have to destroy it what do you what do you think they should hey, let's let's destroy it okay so obviously that's like murmur 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 you, know, you just mm-hmm. told them to burn yeah. all their crops um my freedoms <laughs> <laughs> my 
I have the right. I have the right to eat poisoned rye. <laughs> Don't, so, and no reason why I did a southern accent. None at all. So, Paul, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to enter a negative seven in that modifier box in the bottom left-hand corner. All right, so just go negative seven. Negative seven, okay. seven, enter. And then I want you to give me an oratory roll. Oratory. Oratory. There we okay. go. Okay, nice. Uh, cool. So they they murmur, 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 but they say, okay, you know, we'll get behind you. And then, you know, the woman sort of, you know, assumes sort of like a leadership role. And she says, what else do you need from us to help? And just uh, you know, again, do we need you know, the the nightshade? Yeah, you, you should ask them for like they might know. Like there may be herbalists among them, right? That could sure find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll see that. So you know, if you know of any, have any, any ability yes. to help us. Um. Yeah, and they mentioned that um, you know, nightshade is obviously something they've tried to avoid, but there is some maybe about you know, 200, maybe 300 meters, you know, off to the Northwest. Okay. There, there is like a, a patch. All right. Are we ready to party up? Should we go check it out? Um, I don't know. Gillibean Gile, if you're still doing Gilbean. stuff. Well, I, I want to, I, I'm, I'm, are you still donkeying? Yeah. I want to, I, <laughs> I'm, well, I'll go with you guys to the patch, but I'm going to take uh, Greta on, you know, I'm going to take her to the Priory. Okay, you're going to head back on your own. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. The actually, uh, actually, and uh, yeah, I'll let, I think we are going to split the party. I'm going to head back on my own. And I, I think this, you know, I'm, I'm without, um, you know, with Anton will have to stay and watch over the house and his kids, but I'm going to take her on the whatever farm animal they have. Okay. Yeah. All right, back. so you're going to load her up on the wagon, um, and mm. you start to head out of town. And um, the rest of you start heading up to the uh, the patch about 300 meters away. Um, so really quickly, if you go to Rocket... Uh, Uh-oh. I just put a link there. If you want to click on that. I'm going to miss. I'm not going to be a part of the feat, I have a feeling. Uh, I hate to mention that it is very close to 1130. Yes. Oh, my God. Six minutes of feet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get six minutes of feet. Oh, I love the little plastic stool stuff. All right. So um, so if you have the link up, so uh, Ulrich, uh, Felix, and Giles, you come to this clearing. And once again, you hear the singing, the lullaby from before, and you see standing on sort of like this sort of phantasm kind of pedestal, the same witch as before. And in front of her is a man covered in blood lying on the ground. And um, she's again singing that lullaby for Alexander. And uh, what would you guys like to do? So we're all still together at this point. Not Duck. Duck is on the road. Oh, Duck's gone. Duck's yeah. gone. yeah. Split okay. party. It's all right. I don't think any. you're not going to need any seduction. All I got is a little crossbow. So. 
are the more combat effective anyway. To describe the man again. Uh, the man is in clothes that look similar to the trappers that were in the village around the campfire. Uh, but it looks like he's been somewhat eviscerated. His you know stomach is cut open. He's he's you can tell he's still alive. He's coughing. He's got the blood coming out of his mouth, kind of thing. Um, and the witch uh, just sort of stands over, singing the the lullaby for Alexander, and then sort of says, "You're not Alexander." And then with a huge flash of light, which duck you actually see from the road. Oh shit. She <laughs> disappears, and the woods are clear, and uh, there's a little bit more lag than last time. It's about an eight-second delay. So she disappears, and the forest goes dark after that bright flash of light. Duck, you saw the flash of light. What would you like to do in response to that flash of light? Ah, they'll be fine. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Pretend, and so, pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> Felix, uh, Ehrlich, and Brother Giles, what would you like to do? Uh, oh, I think we're going to advance on them. Is the man is still there, I guess. Yeah, yeah he's like, <clears throat> you know, he's... All right, let's... Uh, I'm going to move quickly towards him. You're going to move quickly. Uh, uh, Brother Giles, what would you like to do? Um, I am going to hold back a little bit. I'm going to make sure, keep my distance, but I am not going to lose line of sight into those ruins there. Okay. So and, Paul, and we all I'm know gonna, what Rex is going to do. He's going to leave you high and dry. He's going <laughs> to guard the door. Okay. So Paul, uh, Ulrich will hang back a little bit. Uh, Blair, I've got you advancing a little bit so you could sort of keep line of sight in... The ruins, Paul, you're yellow just because you got a big 200 goddamn sword, and uh, Ulrich's <laughs> hanging back a little bit just because yeah. guarding the door. Uh, so, Paul, <laughs> as you approach him, the guy's like gurgling. He's trying to whisper something, but you can't quite make out what he's saying from the distance. Uh-oh. Because you're, you're, you're near him, movies. but you're not on top of him, and he can barely get the air out, and he's clearly dying. All right, I'm going to lean closer. All right. <laughs> so as you lean closer, he licks your fate. No, he, um, <laughs> he grabs the front of your clothing and he pulls you in as close as possible. And he whispers, God, man, it's a trap. And he expires. <laughs> that's where we'll stop. Nice. nice. <laughs> that's too bad nice. for you guys. Two minutes to spare. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, we will yeah. stop there. We'll I figure look forward out... to my uh, one-on-one RPG sessions with Art in the future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so what we can do is we'll worry about experience next time. You know, the uh, uh, improvement roles, we'll just cover that in the beginning, and uh, we'll just cut it off here. Nice. nice. Good job. Yeah, good oh, times. Thank you. I hope you guys are enjoying it a little bit. Cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. good. It was nice. Can I do a swim right. check to get out of here? Oh, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you failed. Can you pass a swim check? No. <laughs> not quite. Although your swim's not terrible. Um, yeah, no, it's better than swim. mine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I really appreciate it, guys. I hope this was all right. And uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You did no, a good is, job, man. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Fun. I'm definitely enjoying this. And fuck Rex for. Uh. <laughs> 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 Since, you know, the Admiral Akbar, it's a trap, uh, we'll probably start with some feed cam next time. Uh, nice. Nice. So uh, there we go. I have high anyway, hopes. 
<laughs> I, I know. Yeah, it's getting late. I know uh, you guys got to log out. So thank you guys very much again. And uh, like right. I said, I'll set up a doodle. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you, man. It's all right. Fun. Thank you, guys. Night, Take boys. it easy. Yep. Thanks, man. Yeah. Talk later. But so I, GR, I'm really GR it. does work. It's just GRC supposed to be the backup, so it should okay. be fine. As long if GRC leaves, then we don't have anything. So. All right. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Craig these days? Is Craig you know, the we one could you just pay use, money for? We could just use Mumble. I do pay money for Craig. Oh God, no. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I've had, I've had, I've had whole sessions that are recorded in GR and they've been fine. So. Okay. What's the worst that could it. happen? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we lose the session. That's about it. I wonder, right, did do I have Craig a lose some permissions? Backup. No, he's a bot. Rolls. I can make him a GM. Let's see. Yeah. I'm seeing Craig was doing stuff with, uh, Jason on the 13th. Yeah, you don't know that Craig actually. Yeah, no, Jason didn't have him either. The same behavior was happening. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah, so it's been going yeah. on a bit. So technically, we got GARC. We got GARC. And I don't know how to record everything on my end. So oh well. Yeah. I mean, we um, could do mumble if we wanted to, but I kind of hate mumble a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's you know, I, I think I've mentioned I've been listening to your old uh, Traveler West, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of birthing pains like because i think that was one of the first games right it was i mean Ty, only ty's call of cthulhu game was i mean i guess dave's D game at the con i think we're before it really okay yeah. but it seemed like you were breaking ground because i know like there was some bitching about mumble and then <laughs> it's the, the dawn of roll 20 when you guys jumped off of google docs no, we were on. Uh, we did tabletop simulator for a short Oh, that's time. what. It oh was. my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Was like that shit, or was that good? No, because like uh, Dave and Pete had the shittiest computers and the shittiest internet. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it was like worse than worse than Gersh. Uh, it was Gershish, Gersh level. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Roll Twenty was much better. Nice. Yeah, we were breaking ground. Oh man! Oh so. well, Are you guys doing all right otherwise? Yeah, yeah. We you have uh, Rex, unfortunately. Yeah, Rex has been really flaky. He dropped out of my DCC game last week. Uh, I mean, not permanently, I hope, but he right. didn't show up for that either. So, something's not going on. Yeah. Um. I but I think maybe if today is his day off, and then he just has to work tomorrow, and he's just tired. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. There's a lot going on in the world, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, Paul, it's nice to have you jumping in. I, I This is usually yeah. – I, I was worried this would be your ASL night. No, you know what? I ditched I ditched the uh, Axis Empires guys. Oh, oh shit. Oh, Very well, nice. That. They will yeah. make you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> there was much gnashing of teeth, but I feel like I, 
I, I can I ditch them every fourth time and I'll ditch you guys the other three. Lawrence in Lawrence, Rocket Man Backdoor and Backdoor, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, that's a good game. I thought maybe you were talking about the game you were playing with Dave. I'm like, oh no, that <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm too scared of Dave. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, you I ever... feel like I've I'm hurting my guild. Like I just like I totally understand that that's a great game, but I just cannot get excited about a World War II game. <laughs> that's okay. that's what I was literally about to ask if you two had ever tried it. Nope. I understand that it might be the best game ever, but <laughs> just not not my preferred. Not it. Yeah. Yeah. Blair, how about you? Have you ever tried that one? Or? I haven't. No. I mean, I yeah. I was. I almost jumped on it like more than once, but then they keep on talking about like the new version that's coming out. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're going to you know, keep like, that forever. Know. Yeah. 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 I got it from, I got it from Arthur. Oh, nice. Originally. <laughs> oh, really? That was a freebie. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's right. I really Did I just send it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did I send crap. you both or just one of them? I think I, I think it was Total or Krieg. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. And I think I bought one. That sounds right to me. Hmm. Huh. Man, you know, I lose track because I have both of them on the <laughs> shelf right here. So at some point I bought them. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> no, you don't, no, no. I think you sent me Goss. Was that was that what you sent me? I definitely sent you Hurtkin's uh, Hell's Force. Yeah, that was that must have been it. I must. Have oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I take it back. Like I remember now because I remember you're right, Paul. That was like one of the earlier posts that you made in the guild of like that, and because you were like, you know, am I a guildie now? Because like you like took a picture of that post in the. Once you've accepted a free game from art, you're you're really in the guild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have Hurtkin's Hell's Forest on my shelf now, so I don't know. There you go. Balance has been restored. <laughs> exactly. Got another one to give away. It's like a Taylor Swift tickets. Well, no, I and I and I actually don't have it. I sent, I clipped it, and I picked up some player aids, and then I sent it for free to Jesse. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So I kept going. Where did Jesse send it? I don't know. I it may still be at his house. Oh. But I bought Got all it. the other Goss games, so I'm just waiting for it to come back on the chopping block, and then I'll accept another free copy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Blair, how have you been doing? I'm all right. Just yeah. busy, as always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because do you do... Uh, I apologize. Do you do, like, education shit? Are you in... Are you a professor, a teacher? Uh, He's a librarian. Well, I, I am not a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit this part out if that's, I, I, that's no. not appropriate. No, that that was that was Dave's thing. Dave thought I was a librarian. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, no, like you know, like my my office is in a library, but like that's just where I <laughs> my office happens to be. Okay. But no, I I am in charge of helping in professors learn how to teach online. Oh, okay. So you, you know, can my imagine, brother, you can imagine I'm kind of busy these days. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, this must be because it's a shit show of like 68 year old guys who can barely do their email. They have like Juno accounts. Exactly. <laughs> we have, professor, yeah, like, we have professors who like literally like refuse to use email. Like and this, this was like yeah, before, I believe it. before right. the change, but you know. Yeah. 
My my brother's not like that, but my brother teaches at Ohio State University. Sorry, the Ohio State University. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he was talking about like yeah, like for some professors, it's a shit show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I was, so it's like in the mornings I'm teaching my kids, then work in the afternoon and then they go to sleep. Then I work again. And then this semester, um, my boss and I, cause there's only two of us who do this on campus. And my, my boss is like, Hey, you know, like, uh, the education department needs someone to teach their educational technology course. So we're going to do it. I'm like, Oh, Okay. And then the semester started, and she's like, you know, I'm kind of busy, so you can just do it. Like, oh, okay. Classic. <laughs> You'll get some great exposure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look great on your on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, are either of yeah, you guys... Yeah, I'm sure it's all... Sorry, what's that, Paul? I was just going to say, if either of you guys, your kids had gone back to school, or they're still home, because I saw New York um, just close their schools again today oh mine really? have always been home yeah, yeah yeah new york yeah new york shut down again the city did they get above the yeah. percent threshold oh well well i'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure what the threshold was i just heard that that they got oh, shut wow. down so yeah that's gonna be fucking crazy for them that's big because yeah they were so adamant about holding out right yeah um i mean even last last march and stuff when it was like peaking I mean, well, it's, it's you know peaking now and probably worse. But... Relative to the for the time, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the speed bump on the way to glory that we're. <laughs> um, yeah, my kids, like Blair was saying, my kids have been home the whole time, and when the option to go hybrid comes, which at the moment is in January, which I, I can't see happening, we would continue to keep them home entirely, not not go hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same here for sure. What's going on in Texas? Everything's fine. So, yeah. nothing to worry about. Unscathed. Wow. <laughs> Our governor has assured us, so we're good. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, it's, man. it's, I feel like Houston, Texas is really bad. Like parts of Texas, like, like El Paso is really bad. I think Dallas has gotten worse. Houston is like trending up, but we were, it was really bad here in like July. Um, right. So, I feel like it hasn't been so bad recently i don't know if that's just like people are still like a little better about it here because it was bad or it's just we're a little behind i don't know but but it actually hasn't been too bad um our kids are have been in school since like september sometime in september um are your kids in school school like is your eldest oh yeah they're they're the same schools they're in kindergarten and preschool um, okay. And it's gone okay. They had one kid was exposed to COVID, but never came back mm-hmm. to school. So he just stayed home for like two weeks or whatever. And then there was an eighth grader who got COVID. So they went home and then their whole class went home, but I don't think anybody else actually got it. Okay. So it's All been, right. it's been going pretty well so far, but we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think we're just, everybody's just preparing to shut down again at some point. Right. And, uh, Doc, how about you? Has it been all right in Oregon? or, or? Uh, They just announced another shutdown starting today. Yeah, they announced I'm, not, I'm not going to Portland anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they're just they're just asking people to restrict unnecessary travel. But yeah. uh, gyms are closed. Restaurants are closed except for takeout. Um, bars are closed. Uh, schools were n- never really open. So, right. Uh, 
So oh, yeah, right. yeah, and uh, yeah, we have people who are screaming about it. So whatever. <laughs> With the new county commissioner and, you know, one of our, our, our friendly rural counties, his name is Tootie. And she thinks this is this is infringing on her freedoms. <laughs> well, Tootie thinks the science is still out. So yeah. the science is still out. <laughs> Tootie says it. Tootie, Tootie, Tootie knows. Tootie knows. Tootie knows. Exactly. Epidemiology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the other, I think the thing that's really sticking in people's craw is basically they're saying uh, six people max for Thanksgiving, two households, mm -hmm. which is unenforceable, yeah. right? So, yeah, um, but still, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. How did we get in this fucking situation, people? It's not like it's numbers all. As soon as the science catches up to QAnon Moms Group on Facebook, book. Yeah, yeah. The sooner we'll get out parlor. of this. All parlor now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I signed up for parlor. I don't know if you guys have. Oh, it, it, I, I went into it, but it asked me for my phone number and a picture of my driver's license. I said no, thank you. What? Whoa! It asked for a driver's license. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I just asked for my phone number. Oh, okay. It, just, yeah, it, well, knows, it knows Duck was going to troll. They had, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, apparently, like, apparently, like, if you, yeah, they're, you know, it's the free speech thing where they remove anyone who's not conservative. Yeah, I had a post that was removed. They never put it up. They wouldn't do it. My, uh, my, my wife's aunt. Oh, you tried to post and it was never even put up. Yeah. Oh, well, it was, you, it was taking post? a shit on Dinesh D'Souza. I was just like, oh. this guy is making no sense. <laughs> it didn't get posted. <laughs> Not that kind of freedom, Art. No, <laughs> no the other freedom. What freedom with free? a Z. <laughs> exactly. My wife's, my oh, wife's aunt texted like 40 people, um, of which I was one, that she was like going to parlor. Um, and then like nothing, there's like no response for like two days. And my brother-in-law was like, should we say something? Like, I feel like it's kind of awkward at a certain point. <laughs> Somebody should acknowledge this. Honestly, uh, I'm good. I can talk to Aunt Blake if you're on. Facebook's been generally much better since then. <laughs> <laughs> Your aunt left is what I'm talking about. Not parlor in general. That's what we're trying to say. Uh, everybody just breathes a collective sigh of relief. Yeah. Oh, but, you yeah. know, no, yeah. my, my, my recent like low point was when, you know, you know, people you think are reasonable, uh, like my cousin moved to Kansas and then, you know, started posting about how all the regulations in California around the virus are, you know, infringing on freedoms, blah, 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 blah. And I'm oh, like, damn, okay, right. this is going downhill. And then uh, was posting about the election and how like, yeah, she, you know, she'd be happy, you know, she'll accept whatever happens. And then when the results start coming in, like, oh my God. And like, she didn't post it, but people are posting on her posts about this. Like, oh yeah, well, Q's coming out with something. And I'm like, okay, I'm fucking done. <laughs> like, <are> you... <laughs> Oh my oh. god! I just can't like. What the fuck, people? <laughs> yes, lost our fucking minds. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. It's not just that we disagree. It's just that you have to take the time to explain how the Earth isn't flat and like, how numbers work. <laughs> and, you know, you're just like, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah. That's not. My, it's not my strength. 
I'm not real good at, at dealing with idiots. I don't know if this ever has come across. When <laughs> You're unmanageable, Doc. I know. <laughs> my, yeah, I, I don't tolerate fools gladly, as my wife would say. I'm like, I see that. Well, thank you. Right. <laughs> it's a compliment, but... She's like, that was not a compliment. I'm like, okay, I don't well, suffer fools, they you. suffer me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, we're all going to die. So, it's true. Throw some I dice. Cannot argue that. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, let's pretend to kill shit. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's pretend to have sexy time with things as monks. Yes, yes.